And thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of Code with Kingy, where we are recapping the All Blacks victory on Sunday night against Argentina, 38 points to nil. Um, but without further ado, though, I'll chuck the mic to my co-host, Max Quintapra, where he can um, run us through his thoughts on what transpired last night. Thank you, Kingy, for having me on again. Um, that was me. It was a cool game to watch last night. And I thought for the 80 minutes, we kind of brought it to them and actually just put them under a lot of pressure. I think kind of retaining the ball for a lot of the game and kind of just spreading it out, actually running some backline moves was good to see. It's kind of one complaint I've had kind of from this season, I think, so far is just not being able to use the backs and just spread it out and pass it. And I kind of feel like they started to do that and some of it in the beginning didn't um, play off and get over the line, but they kind of just kept going with it and played with some patience. Definitely persistent and relentless. I just want to um, check myself there. It wasn't 38 and it was 39. So just a quick correction before we roll into things. But like you said, I thought the forwards, for me, as, as cool as some of the backline stuff was, I think that the forwards really laid the platform. A few early wobbles with the line out, as I thought I predicted uh, with a Safar Moore, but I felt like he more than made up with that with ball in hand, despite his his first carry being spilled. I, I, I just mentioned it to you off here. I thought it was one of the closer to 80 minute performances that I've seen in the Ian Foster era and yeah I mean like as, as far as standard individuals go for me I'd probably point towards someone like a Rico Iwani I thought he gave us another glimpse as to why in my opinion he's our center going forward I mean you just can't coach size and speed really and mm. his option taking you know could, could use a bit of work namely that break that he made at about the half hour mark where he tried to draw and pass I think it was several recent but ended up throwing it away and didn't quite back himself. And the defensive read was the defensive read. So he, he's going to get tested against better teams. And for me, all that sort of experience and for him to grow um, as a center defensively will just come with time in the saddle. So I'd pair him with Anton Leonard Brown personally moving forward, but I'm not the coach. Um, second row was another area that I kept a keen eye out for. Uh, we learnt over the weekend or towards the back end of the week that Sam Whitelock won't be joining the All Blacks until they head over for their Northern Hemisphere tour. So that left a bit of a vacancy at one of the lock positions. And I thought that Scott Barrett played really, really well. Now, Brody Retallick was arguably my man of the match, but Scott Barrett wasn't too far behind. Again, I just thought they laid the platform up front. And you touched on physicality last week and wanting the All Blacks to take another step after what they'd showed in Perth. I thought they were impressive in that department and namely in that first half when stuff wasn't quite going their way you, you could see them getting a little bit frustrated and there was even the time where they took three points on offer just to get the scoreboard ticking over but they were patient and they were relentless in taking it to the Pumas up front and as we saw in the second half they tasted the fruits mm. yeah I would have to agree and I think that forward pack as well especially the six seven and eight um, I think all of them kind of asserted themselves in their key positions and Dalton and Ian got a couple of turnovers and um, Jacobson ran the ball really well and off the back of the scrum was pretty good to get under the over the try line as well so I thought you know Nakira he was not as um, out there as he was uh, as last week but I think when he got the ball and tried to get a, get around some things he kind of made himself kind of put him out there. Just on the topic of the loose forwards although I do understand that Dalton Papali's work can be somewhat overlooked because he really is just a tackle machine. 
Mm. What would you think if they replaced him with Artie and they threw him in there with Jacobson and Akita? I'd I'd love to have a look at that. Now, I in the past I've been quite a big supporter of Hoskins Satutu, but you just can't deny I guess the presence of Jacobson, he just always seems to just be popping up at the right moments. And that's probably mm. a skill that you can't teach. And although Akira wasn't as prominent with ball in hand this week as he was last, I mean, it was always going to be tough to follow his game up from last week. But yeah, it, it, I'd like to see the look at that. Now, I'm not sure whether or not Artie would be content with having to make as many tackles as Dalton does, because I think that's something, yeah, like I said, that can be overlooked. It's like, well, all he does is tackle, but you have to have, you know, I feel like that's a massive attitude thing. And we all know how much Artie loves to carry, but Dalton seems mm. like a guy who's willing to just stick his head in dark places and not grab a lot of the glory or the limelight. Do you get what I'm trying mm. to say? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And I think, I don't know, I just kind of feel like those three just worked on the weekend, you know. They weren't mm. too out there. And I think Brody and Scott, as you said before, did a lot of that hard work too. But yeah, I don't know. I thought it was, thought it was interesting for them. Yeah. Yeah, there, there obviously is something to be said about a combination in a loose forward trio. Although you want to get your best players on the park, sometimes mm. players who are maybe down a notch from the number one option actually worked better as a combination. Mm. Uh, speaking of combinations, another one after my rant last week was uh, Pedernada and Bowden Barrett. Mm. I'm still, still not pleased with some of the the, the the lack of speed with Pedernada's pass. I still feel he's quite sort of choppy and it's just not quite smooth. And I thought when Weber came on, um, he made a difference. You know, again, you have to take into consideration that the fact that both teams were getting on and the All Blacks were on top. And I mean, fuck, mm-hmm. like you only have to look at the stats from that first half of the Argentinians. They made 133 tackles to mm-hmm. the All Blacks 45. It's crazy. Like, so when, I mean, like as well as they defended in that first half and as, as much as they frustrated the All Blacks, particularly at ruck time, um, I mean, you could see in the second half they were starting to get penalised a lot more because I guess they weren't as... Well, they, were, they were probably a bit more tired, so their the, the work over the ball was probably getting a little more sloppy. Um, yeah, chinks in the armour were going to come. Like, you can't take that sort of punishment and be inside your 22 for that long without um, the opposition finding some some nooks and crannies to get into. So... Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, more back to more back to Pedernada and Bowden Barrett. You can obviously there's there's a there's a nice synergy there, but Aaron Smith's still um, number one for me. And mm-hmm. again, mentioning a point that I just mentioned to you off air, Bowden Barrett hands the tea over to his brother after he shanks one from not quite out in front, but a little bit to the right. But does Bowden just hand the kicking duties over to anyone else so that he can just get out there and run the ship? Because if you take away the goal kicking and a few aimless kicks. Again, you know, when he was putting in some of those chips, you could see what the idea was, but they didn't quite come off. Mm. But yeah, anyway, to wrap this up, just vote for me. Just just run the team. Don't think too hard about like, the goal kicking and stuff like that because I feel like it takes away from his game or that he gets stuck in the red, so to speak, when he has those lapses from the tee. Mm. No, I would have to agree there too. Um, I think that magic that we saw not long after kind of handed the tea over for that pass is just kind of something you want to always see from Bowden. So let's hope we can kind of see a few more of those coming in the next couple of weeks. Speaking of the next couple of weeks, given what you saw last night, did they change the team at all next week? Like does McKenzie come back in or what? I think uh, the commentator asked Foster last night at the end of the game, he says, oh, we'll see. And we kind of spoke about it. I think they have to kind of maybe... Oh, no, I, I actually don't know. I don't know. 
it's, it's, really it's a tough one right because like i said i was very impressed with the step forward that the all blacks made from last week but mm. you think that with next week's game they'd want to have a similar team on the park as to what they will want to be throwing against the Springboks the following so mm. does that mean bringing mckenzie back in at fullback because again a, a, another point to discuss could be the fact that they took Bowden off with half an hour to go and they threw mckenzie in at first five because mm. Mwang is not going to be there for the first Springbok test so mm. Bowden's going to get his first crack there so I'm guessing, you know, worst case scenario, if he does go down in a test like that, they wanted to give McKenzie some sort of game familiarity, you know, like if worse comes to worse. But I'm looking like elsewhere, you'd, you'd probably say the hookers, you know, Cody Taylor probably comes back in if his head comes right. You know, what happens with the loose forward trail? Like we said, we you thought mm. that they were really complimentary of each other, but Artie Sevier is your captain. Um, mm. Well, he's the number one standing captain. Should he come back? Barrett's played really well, so... I mean, like we said, Whitelock's going to be there, so you're going to have Barrett there. But does someone like Patrick Tuipolotu come in on the bench instead for Tupo Vai? But I mean, like he hasn't think, played for a while. I think going back to kind of I think for next game week game, sorry, against the Pumas, I think it would just be about stretching some more legs, I think, and just kind of working on that set piece and those lineouts because kind of just from what I saw in those highlights last night, those. Argentinians off the sorry the South Africans kind of scored most of their tries off their lineout and kind of played that same style of rugby that we kind of seem to know so I think prepping themselves for that would just kind of get a few more leagues running get the boys out there and um, see what they can do I think I've said this like 10 times already but you raise an interesting point there with the Wallabies knocking off the Springboks last night as, as cool as it was to see someone like Quay Cooper step up and kick that goal and you know you like I said, you probably couldn't have written the script any better from a Wallaby perspective, but are we maybe, I don't know, I've, I haven't quite gone and done a lot of reading around it. I mean, it's only been a day, but, you know, say that say the Wallabies beat the Springboks next week. Similar fashion. Mm. Do you think that the All Blacks will be getting too ahead of themselves or do you feel like this group's shown that they're more mature than that? I guess it's just going to wait and see how it plays out. I thought that last, the first six minutes of last night, especially just the All Blacks versus the Pumas, it just felt like it went on for like 20 minutes, those passage of play. It was like, oh my God, it's, it's only been six minutes. Mm. Um, just, you know, the amount of stuff that got there in and it felt like a test match. And I think that's probably what will be the same once we play South Africa is it, it, it will almost probably have that feeling of shit, what, like what is going to happen that first kind of 15 minutes. And if they like said they can bring that physicality and, and play the style of rugby that they're kind of moving into, I thought oh, we should be able to kind of get it, get over top of them, shouldn't we? Yeah. Fuck that hit. Lao Lala right at the start of the game. I feel mm. like if anything set the tone, that was it. Um, but lastly, before we wrap this up, one thing I couldn't wrap my head around with the Argentinians was their persistence with the box kicking, even when they were down by 20 points. I know. Now, not mm. only was their kicking shit, like it wasn't even contestable, but mm. the All Blacks actually looked confident on kick counter. Mm. Now, as it, Again, like the Springboks are going to probably play a similar game to what we saw last night from the Argentinians. But I don't know. I, I, as someone who's been a foster hater, I was pleasantly surprised at how well the the back three worked when they were receiving the ball. And like you said, maybe besides the line out, which would be um, a touchy point, you know, headed at that blockbuster test match in a couple of weeks' mm. time, they're looking okay. Yeah, that, that was the one thing that got me a bit shocked in the end is that you brought up the mention of how many tackles and stuff the, the Pumas had to make. And 
every time they ended up getting the ball, it was like two or three phases and they'd just kick it back to us. And I bet mm. they would just run it back, run it back, run it back. I just couldn't believe it. I mean, it's good for us and for those guys to kind of get their legs out and show it. They got, like we, we mentioned last week before the game, was to for Bridge and Cebu to kind of cement themselves and prove something. And I think both of them did. So I guess it brings up that thing. Interesting what's going to happen this weekend with the lineup and who gets announced. Fuck, Cebu Reese must be pound for pound one of the strongest guys in the team, mate. Mm. and he's just hungry to get the ball isn't he seriously like I'm pretty sure that was like his what, what's felt like his fifth or sixth pick and go try for the All Blacks I mean, fuck, what, what the fuck's a winger doing there in the first place but yeah um, a good headache to have if you're Ian Foster ahead of this week's game um, sure. and then obviously keeping South Africa in the back of their mind but um, yeah we'll wrap that up there mate short and sharp yeah. but just want to say thank you very much again for taking some time out. Uh, well, today on a Monday evening, or Monday late morning, to run back this game with me. And uh, if you're if you're willing, I'd definitely be keen to get you on in the not too distant future. Hopefully for one of the Northern Hemisphere games. Nice. Thank you very much, Jordan, for having me on. All right, Max. Take care of yourself.